This is a guided practice from Skillful Means Podcast, featuring Sarah Jane Shangra. We hope you enjoy. In this meditation, we will be inclining the mind toward gladness, purposely bringing good things to mind and noticing how the body feels as we do so is helpful maybe even necessary for some of us, encountering our natural, hardwired negativity bias, to feel at ease. We are hardwired to notice the negative, to be on alert for danger. Neuroscientists explain that this is a result of our evolutionary development. The negativity bias helps keep us safe. It's what drives our thinking that, for an instant, A stick on the trail is a snake before we realize it is only a stick. It's the work of the more primitive and protective part of our brain, which is always on the lookout and jumps to conclusions before our frontal cortex tells us differently, that actually, we are safe. So to be on the lookout for what's wrong is only natural. However, It can get in the way of ease and happiness, as our systems are often out of balance and unnecessarily on alert, noting danger where there may be none. Rather than letting over-alertness, fear and worry, any contracted, uncomfortable state, flavor the way we show up in the world and with others, we can, in meditation practice, decondition the negativity bias. We purposefully cultivate qualities that support happiness, such as gratitude, cheer, expansiveness, joy. We start with mindfulness. By shining the light of awareness inwardly, we can see what stands between us and a sense of happiness. What prevents us from feeling free? We begin here. Let's settle into a comfortable posture for meditation and rest the eyes and hands. I'll ring the bell once to signal the beginning of the practice and three times at its end. Maybe we start cultivating mindful awareness through the immediacy of the breath, feeling the aliveness of the body as it breathes. Or through the immediacy of the sensory experience at our points of contact, those areas where the body is touching, being held up, supported by what's below sensations of perhaps weightedness, warmth, fixedness or fluidity. Now we flood the body with our mindful awareness. 
through every nook and cranny. And no doubt, we notice pleasant and unpleasant sensations, as well as sensations that are neither, toward which we are neutral. As we continue noticing what arises in the body, here and there, now and then, the mind is likely contributing thoughts and emotions to our present moment experience. What's here, in this present moment? As the body, heart, and mind generate sensations, feelings, thoughts, and emotions, what's the flavor? Optimistic, avoidant, delighted, depressed? Just notice. What's here for you? knowing all of it is natural. And now we might inquire, what is between me and happiness in this moment? We might notice, if only, thinking, as in, if only my hip didn't ache, or if only I had gotten better sleep, or if only so-and-so would apologize, then I could really do this. 
Hmm. Or we might notice what some call something's wrong mind. This is the habit of thinking there's a problem, producing worry, anxiety, a sustained attempt to figure out or fix. So often our automatic thinking leaves little room for light or space. It, or even the core beliefs it draws from, comes between us and a sense of freedom. The mind is so often crowded in this way, the body so often uncomfortable. So this is an opportunity to spend some time mindfully aware of what stands between us and utter ease and happiness right now. If you know the RAIN meditation practice, we are practicing the R and A of RAIN. Recognizing what's present and allowing it just for now to be here, welcome included. And now maybe we dig a little deeper and investigate. As we allow these thoughts and beliefs and emotions, how does the body feel? Is there an associated sensation somewhere in the body? Does it have a shape? A texture? color or temperature. Just being in the body with it can help to metabolize it, transform it. Given the negativity bias, our tendency to try to focus in on what's a problem we might do more than simply shine the light of awareness on moments of contraction and difficulty. We can intentionally shift our attention toward good. 
we can generate an antidote. There are many ways to do this. You might have favorites. There's an inner smile meditation, self-compassion, gratitude, serving others, savoring something good, responding to unmet needs in a healing way. Right now, we might try spending some moments cultivating gratitude. Open your eyes and allow your gaze to rest on something that is beautiful or simply bring to mind something or someone you love. Whisper inwardly, thank you. You might rest your gaze or bring to mind something else. And whisper inwardly, thank you. You might do this again and again over the course of the next several moments. In Buddhist tradition, one way to cultivate cheer and expansiveness is by meditating on mudita, which is a Pali word that means empathetic joy, joy for another. This is the joy that naturally wells up in us when we hear something good has happened to someone we love. In this practice, we bring to mind someone who has experienced good fortune and keeping them in heart and mind. Access empathetic joy, invite it, by perhaps repeating, may your good fortune and happiness grow. May your good fortune and happiness grow further and further. When we get caught in comparing mind, envy, when we feel left out, unable to access joy in our own lives, we can use 
a friend or beloved one's joy as a doorway in. Perhaps repeat a few more times, may your good fortune and happiness grow further and further. Before too long, we may indeed notice we are experiencing joy. If so, don't miss the chance to dwell with the sensations and feelings and quality of mind right now. Finally, a third way to incline the mind toward the good and experience happiness is to be with things as they are without resisting or grasping. This is what we call unconditioned happiness. When things do not have to be just so, to experience happiness without a cause or sukha. When we allow that worldly or everyday conditions do not have to be ideal, when we meet life with spaciousness and equanimity, or acceptance and even-mindedness, happiness arises. Anthony DeMello, an Indian Jesuit priest and psychotherapist, described it as absolute cooperation with the inevitable. There is a wisdom in us that knows if we hitch our life and our happiness to conditions, life is going to be a roller coaster. Out of that wisdom, we can loosen the grip some and allow that whatever is arising in our awareness, a depression or grief or anticipation, this can be included in a way that does not throw us off. When we meet life in this way, happiness, not excitement, but contentedness perhaps, arises. This is a happiness that can be even in the presence of sadness or longing or concern. And so, we might spend the last minute or so of meditation resting with things just as they are, including all of our inner energies and arisings in our awareness, noticing, perhaps with an inner smile, the life that is available to us right now. 